Okay. Yes. Welcome to 91 Octane. I am John. I'm Randy. And Randy, I've got some problems, man. Yeah. More money, more problems. Nah, not even that, dude. It's so I real quickly before we get into the agenda for today, I I have this issue now with like project cars. It's basically like crack. The game? No. Oh. Project cars, like the project cars we work on. Uh huh. Uh huh. For like two weeks, three weeks straight, I was complaining on how much work I had to do on the E36. And now that I don't have that, I'm like itching and scratching my <laughs> forearms, dude. Like, really? I need to get into the garage and do something. Like, I've, I, yesterday, I literally went into the garage, sat in the race car, and just looked at everything. Like, what could I do? <laughs> <laughs> what That's do hilarious. I tinker with? Like, what do I change? What do I fix? Yeah. And maybe it's. You know, I don't know the anxiety of of doing so much for so long, like a month, two month period, and now having nothing. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm I'm in this weird paradox, mm-hmm. I guess. So I don't know, man. I I've got some parts coming, so hopefully that'll help a little bit. But I'm hoping <laughs> to wind down. Yeah. I'm hoping to wind down a little bit because it's like I'm used to now. You know, ending my day four or five o'clock, six o'clock, whatever, and immediately going into the garage because okay. that's what I did for two, three months. Mm-hmm. So now I'm 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 having to wean myself off, I guess. Hone your Gran Turismo driving skills. Yeah, on the I simulator. do that too. Yeah, I do that too. Yeah, and just spend I've, more time I've, there. I've tried to like. I'm also like you know working out a little more now. I okay. did say I was trying to get a little more fit and eat right. a little better. But at the same time, in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, could I just do this? Or what if I change this? Yes. Oh, man. So I'm kind of losing my mind a little bit. But anyway, let's get into our episode. Today, we're covering Under the Hood. Your headlines, of course, as always, car raffles. We'll just leave it there for now. Car raffles. Yes. Mental preparation for track days. We've talked plenty about preparing for track days. But what about your mental preparation? We'll go back to a story of my college days, the dumpster sound system. Yes. And finally end... With the three-word game show that I'm going to surprise you with, Randy. I'll give you more details once we get there. But let's get started with our headlines. Uh, Jaguar Mm -hmm. is going to... uh, They've announced that they are all EV at XYZ year. Okay. I don't know if it's 25 or 30 because I'm seeing a bunch of people dropping like flies. Did Tesla... What... How do you see Tesla having done to or what do you see Tesla doing that triggered this, obviously, other than just creating itself? Is there anything unique about the fact that now we're seeing GM say it? We're seeing Jaguar say it like is Tesla bigger than we realize it is because it just kind of is starting to cause a revolution in my mind Te- okay. as a car guy. So Tesla had influence. Yes, I'll say that. But I don't. I don't really give them I I would give them like 20% of the credit. Okay. I think your Fords, your, mm-hmm. you know, Chevys, your like those brands were the ones that pushed everyone over the edge. Cuz those investments happened a year, a year and a half ago when we were hearing like million billion dollar investments mm-hmm. into EV. Yeah. 
And I think that sort of kickstarted the rest of the internal combustion world. Okay. Uh, Tesla definitely, uh, you know, they were the first tail of the dominoes, so to okay. speak, right? Mm-hmm. But I think it really was the the big players in the internal combustion world that sort of influenced the rest of Oh, of they the started like, oh, community. shit, I better too. Like, yeah, everybody's I starting bet, to fall yeah, in line. Yeah, because, like, you know, Tesla was basically just a black sheep for yes. a long time. Yes, and it's still yeah. in some ways. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. But now that, you know, now that other companies are taking it more seriously and making the same announcements that they're going to go fully V by XYZ year, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, shit, now, now we all have to catch up. Yes, definitely. So I think in terms of Tesla's influence, they did have some influence. But in terms of really turning the market... It's I think it's going it's, it's going to be the bigger players, yeah, bigger players following, yeah, following suit. suit yeah. Right. Or okay. making their own investments into that world. OK. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Uh, next headline. John. Next headline. So Elon Musk must be losing his shit, Randy. Why? We are another step closer to finding his secrets. The new Mars Rose Mars Rover Perseverance landed yesterday mm-hmm. uh, on Mars. Yes. To continue exploration, man. And okay. They're, they're going to find Elon Musk's home out there. We're like astronaut nerds a little bit, right? I'm uh, a very yeah. surface level. I don't know my shit. Uh, okay. Yeah. I get into I'm into it. Yeah. I'm totally oh, into it. for sure, this. dude. Yeah. I'm very excited about yeah. this. Uh, they're searching for signs of ancient life now, right? There has been evidence that there was water there at one point. It, they landed in a lake bed. Yeah. And, and so it dried out. Now they're they're going to go into that lake bed. And uh, the rover's been equipped with special drilling tools now that won't just chop shit up like the last one did. Mm-hmm. It collects like uh, chalk size samples to yep. send back. Yep. Uh, there's 19 cameras on this thing now. And so, a drone. And a drone. And it's got a mic. Oh, yes. That's yes. right. That's so right. That's we're gonna, cool. It's basically going to take us on a ride along to Mars almost. Yes. I'm very excited for the pictures that come out of it. Yeah. Uh, only 50% of landings in Mars have been successful. Okay. Okay. So this is big. This is big. This is big. This the is fact that, big. that they've been able to accomplish this. Um, they have uh, uh, some new tech now, uh, terrain relative navigation. Okay. Apparently, uh, so they're basically going to start mapping Mars through uh, the Mars rover for okay. future missions, right? And then also, apparently, this is the first leg of a round trip, and so they have a lot of technology on there. What is, what is this called? Um, it, there's a proof of concept that went called the Mars Oxygen in situ Resource Utilization Experiment utilization experiment okay moxie fucking okay. nasa nerds i know like you know like they gotta, yeah, fit, yeah. They gotta fit the word like you know what <laughs> yeah. i mean like, yes <laughs> you know? they do do that shit. so they came even, up with it yeah they came up with some ridiculous words even, even legislation is that way mm-hmm. right the patriot act the whatever thing like, yeah, yeah yeah exactly you just remember it for that yeah obamacare yeah or whatever it's yes like, oh, dude come on like, yes it's so hard to pronounce but, but i guess you can yeah. say moxie mm-hmm. so what this is gonna do is actually produce oxygen on Mars. Oh, okay. Right? For future missions, either for combustion purposes or for people to breathe out there. 
Okay. Um, which is mm. interesting. So that is thi- interesting. This has potential to really change things in terms of humans landing on Mars for sure for future missions. That's right? a good, very, very first baby step. I'm oh, sure. yeah, <laughs> right. Dude, I don't know that that's a baby step. This is massive, man. It's massive. Well, it'll take time. It'll take a lot of time. Oh, for sure. I mean, we're right? yeah, we're you know, twenty five years, you know, for the next major thing. Unless I don't know something when, happens, I don't know if you and I will see people on Mars. Right. Right. Who knows? Right. Uh, we might see Elon Musk out there. <laughs> you never know. Yes. But anyway, next headline. Oh, um, so if you go to the Trello to our board, yeah, right. and you see the the link that I'd posted today. Okay. Um, I was looking for headlines today. Okay. And I happened upon this announcement for the Kia Carnival minivan. So if you can go to photo number five. Okay. Does that interior photo not look like like a luxury freaking car to you? That if you had not known it was a minivan, you might have believed it was just a regular car or SUV. Uh, your internet sucks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's having trouble loading. Oh, my God. Right? Wow. Yes. This is like, uh, obviously, you know, it's not a Rolls Royce, but, but you know, like it, the, that's, this is very nice looking. Am I right? Like I was, I was impressed as a minivan owner and driver. It's, it's like a fucking bus. Like they've got seats facing each other. I want to buy it. (laughs) I will say it. I want to buy it. I don't want to spend the money. And I'm not going to buy it, but I want that van. Yeah, this is because of those two things. And it's also got an SUV looking vibe to it. Right. You know, even on the outside. Yeah, they did it like really right design wise. Yeah, it's it's got really good ground clearance. Yes. Which might be an issue. Right. Because the low thing helps the children. That's only at a young age. That you right. get past, past that in a year and a half. Or right, then they can just climb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this actually looks pretty like yeah, it's 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 more Escalade than Odyssey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, I love like, that take on it. Yeah, like that. that wow, this is uh, impressive, right? Carnival. So here it's the Sedona. It's the new Sedona. Well, yes, if they yeah. choose to use that name, right? Or they use Carnival, they probably will choose Sedona because I don't want to buy a Carnival. You know, like that just sounds that just <laughs> sounds weird to me as a name, but whatever. <laughs> the, the the only comment. The middle and rear seats facing each other is an interesting concept. Would be fun for road trips post COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's this a good. This is actually like, pretty cool. That's yeah. a good Uber vehicle because you could have the your. The, oh yeah, right. Dude, the back yeah. seats this just facing Uber, each other. Uber Black. Which one's the luxury one? I Uber? think so. Black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this is uh, right. It's yeah, just this a is pretty really, nice man with all of the cargo capacity. I guess of, this uh, is why Kia is not in the motorsport world. They're too busy making luxury vehicles. Yes, I mean, yeah, because this sort of started with the K900 here. Right. The K900 was a very luxury, you know, focused vehicle. And then I'm seeing a lot of that in this particular car. Okay. Uh, but yeah, this is very, very high end, you know, trim, all the, the stitching, all the attention to detail yeah. on this is, is it's crazy the, nice. The dash looks like, like I said, not like a minivan. It looks like a sedan. Yeah. It looks man. like an M it would be in an M five or something of that level of car. Yeah. Whether it's a Lexus LS or whatever, like that's what I see in the photos. Man, this is pretty nice, right? This is pretty nice. Now, man. Yeah, that was a surprise find for me for this yeah, week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm surprised you even looked at that. Uh, yeah. It just, it, I don't know what occurred to me. Clicked on it, saw it. 
I think the the initial thumbnails. I was like, what? Yeah, like because you because you're, you're like, it caught me. It it blends the lines between SUV and minivan. And yes, thus less embarrassing to drive. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it, yeah. Does, it doesn't look like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, dude. I've, I, like anytime you mention that you're driving the van, I'm like, man, he looks like he must look like a goober. I don't care. <laughs> you know, you just embrace it. <laughs> you just wear your hat to the side yes, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or drive with just one arm hanging over the yeah. uh, the steering wheel. I mean, like when you have kids in the car. Does it feels less humiliating? I guess I don't know what the word would be. Right? That's definitely true. <laughs> I don't take this right? off for a solo cruise <laughs> to the fucking grocery store. That's what I was gonna ask. Like, <laughs> have you ever been alone in it? Only like, if I have to go to Lowe's or Home Depot. Oh, that's even worse. No, I don't care. Really? Actually, yeah, people know, yeah. dude. If the seats are out, because the seats have to be out for a lot of that. Yeah. Nobody cares. Go there's, Hallwood. There's a lot of minivans. Minivan. Oh, really? There, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Figure the truck guys would look at you. Look at this guy. No, 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 no. They know what's <laughs> up. They know what's up. They know what's up. It's dual purpose. <laughs> Leaning more, less on the rugged and more on the family. <laughs> Is what that is, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Trucks like yours yeah. are leaning more towards the rugged and far, less yeah, towards the family, Yeah, that's true. Yeah, right? yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. Different yeah. sides. Yeah, because that I mean that that truck. Yeah, it's definitely would be hard for little kids mm-hmm. to get into. Yes, exactly. So yeah. that's those are you but, know. You no, know, I wouldn't get a van. I just chuck them up there. Fuck <laughs> 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 that. But let's get into our next headline. It's that time of year again, Randy. We get to find out who to blame for our increasing sports car insurance. And I've got the car models with the most speeding tickets. We went over this last year. Mm-hmm. Now we're going over it ne- uh, this year for the year 2021, or 2020, actually. Who do you think got the top three spots? Let's let's go there. I'll tell you the national average was uh, 10% of people got speeding tickets. Okay. Of that, which car do you think got... Let let's let's shoot for anything in the top five, and I'll give you a win. Um, in total number or percentage? Uh, in percentage, percentage. Uh, the one car last year that got the most speeding tickets. They got the most speeding tickets. Yes. In America. In America, yeah. Across this country, is a. Does it is it is there a multi-year scenario here? Do I don't have to pick a year or a generation of a car, right? No, 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 okay, no. Just okay. make and model. Just okay, make, make and model. model Ford Mustang. Didn't even make the list. Interesting. Yeah, okay. didn't even make the list. Okay. Didn't even make the list, but I'll start at the bottom with number one with fourteen point six percent of the speeding tickets, the Nissan three fifty Z, which isn't extremely surprising. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. Following that, we've got the Dodge Charger with another 14.7%. Oh, okay. okay. Then the Dodge Ram 2500. Off a truck. Truck, 14.8%. Dodge Challenger at 15%. Okay. The Hyundai Veloster. <laughs> <laughs> really, the new Civic yeah, SI, basically. Sh- <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Shout out to the Veloster folks. Cheap, shout but out awesome. to United Veloster. Cheap, but like a diamond in the rough. Yeah, yeah. Right? So they're out there speeding. This one was the most surprising for me uh-huh. at, at the sixth. Well, actually, the fifth place, the Dodge Dart. Okay, fourteen point four. I didn't know there was that many out there, but okay, that's yeah, that's pretty interesting. Fourth place, Infinity G thirty seven at fifteen point six percent. Third place, Subaru Impreza. <laughs> okay. Second place, Volkswagen GTI at 17.4%. Really? Yeah. And number one, 
the number one drum roll, please. Uh-huh. Subaru WRX, you vaping motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm not in any of the categories. You're not in any of the categories. Cars. The, the WRX got it by 20.5%. They're nice. the only ones that made it. Uh, into the 20s. So do you think, as non-Subaru owners, do you think that they're probably targets by, like, law enforcement? Uh, I think, nah. I think it's just the young people. Okay. I think the generation of people that are owning Subarus might be a little younger. Sure. Maybe. I don't know. I'm kind of making some big assumptions. Yeah. But. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, my dad wouldn't buy a Subaru. Yeah, and you you wouldn't buy a Subaru. <laughs> For other reasons. I dabble in it still. Yeah. I think about it, but obviously it's just a passing fancy. Uh, would you buy a WRX, though? A brand new one? I would consider a brand a new brand one. A brand new one? If I was buying brand new in yeah. a price range. I, I mean, I like some of them. I, yeah. But maybe, I don't know, maybe there's something in the vapes. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is, but they, they got it by a pretty big margin. That's a huge margin. Yeah. So I, I, I was surprised to see that. I, there are no real... There's no muscle car on that. There's list. no real sports car here. You know, I don't want to insult the GTI guys and you know the That's WR- definitely not a real sports car. It, per- it's in- sort of a hybrid right, thing, right? Right, right. It's a passenger car that's got sport features. Yeah, yeah. What you mean, it's right? a dressed up passenger car. Right. That's a good one. Whereas the nine eleven would be a Exactly. Yeah. But owning those cars implies the maturity to buy one. Yes. Uh, right. To be able to buy one. Right. Uh, so you're probably not getting speeding tickets. Yeah. And you want to preserve the value of it, too. Have you gotten a speeding ticket? Not in California. Oh, you're right. <laughs> uh, you're still. Because, oh, that's right. You're still a fugitive in Italy. Uh, I am a fugitive <laughs> in Italy. Good callback. That's a very. I don't even know when I told you that. Yeah, oh, dude, that must have been the first year of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So you, you guys will have to search for that episode. Yeah. Uh, yes. So, yeah, I have a clean license right now. Right now. <laughs> Yeah. I have had no speeding tickets. And I don't speed, quite frankly. Yeah. I don't I don't risk the have kids. Have you ever sped before? In you solo and with my without my kids. Yeah. Yes. I, don't, I mean when I was younger, yes. yeah, there were some there were some hairy situations. But I'd be going seventy five and a sixty five. That's not speeding. It's speeding in those That's the places. California speed limit. Oh, okay. It is. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ten over, you're on definitely going to get picked up. Oh, yeah. If the cop feels like he's having a bad day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's the number the out there. Here, it's like 15. Yeah. You're going to get pulled yeah, over. 85. Yeah. Like when people are going on <laughs> yes. the freeway. Yes, exactly. But, yeah. So, if you guys want to hate on somebody, hate on your Subaru WRX drivers. They're the ones increasing your insurance rates. That's funny. Yeah. But, anyway, let's get into our next topic. Car raffles, Randy, and you brought this one up. So I brought this one up because I guess my question to the, you, the listeners out there, and, and you, John, since you can answer it immediately, have you ever fallen into the trap of signing up for a raffle for a car? And here's why I'll say this is because this week I saw a raffle for the limited edition Civic Type R, the yellow one, yeah, with the nice rims. Right. I think that's all they changed. Yeah, well, color and wheels. Maybe something else here there and there. A few other things. Yeah, I forget. Nothing that like jumps out at me. It's right. not fifty more horsepower like no, a no. M two com- competition class might be. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. not that level of thing. But I know the car is going to have value. Right. Right. So this isn't my first time doing it, but I I signed up with a free um, raffle ticket. 
Okay. Even though I know that I'm basically handing over my information to marketers. Right. To feed me their bullshit. Yes. I am actually willing to risk it to try to get a chance to get this car. Have you ever fallen in that trap? Dude, I've paid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Like, uh, like you know, like paid in a raffle, right, to earn money to like a big organization. There's a big organization called like Dream Car Giveaway. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, yeah. That's the last time uh, the last time I did it and the last time I will ever do it. Was it a C7 Corvette and the original first No, it was Corvette? a Ford Focus. It was a Ford oh, Focus RS. Interesting. Yeah, it was a Ford Focus RS. Okay. Um it you you didn't have to pay to enter because of the rules of raffles yes. in, in the, by law, right? Yes. So I did buy like it was like I don't know, like $50 worth of tickets. Uh-huh. And then I did the mail-in uh entries also the, the free the free ones yes but um i took a chance i think for the same reason that you took a chance and that you really wanted the car <laughs> yes but this has been going on our entire lives absolutely right the and all it is are their data farms yes they are farming for your information so they can sell it to marketers and i okay this this might be Sort of like the cynic in me, I guess, or the paranoid in me, but I think they're all scams. Okay, I think enough. the ones that you pay for aren't scams because mm-hmm. obviously, if you're paying, there's a, there's a huge liability there. Yes, but if if anyone remembers malls, do you mm-hmm. remember malls? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember what it looks. Thinks, yeah, yeah, yeah. So back in the so. day when yeah. we were little kids, yes, you would go into a mall and they'd have cards there, and it would say, "Fill out this card, and you could win this car." Yeah. Right. And I would sit there and fill out like 20 of them. <laughs> right. You know, like, and I'm right. putting it in the box. I'm like, I'm going to win this car. Not too long, you know, like probably was like 13, 14. Uh huh. Um, I was talking to somebody who organized uh, those uh, raffles. Okay. And what they told me was that in most cases, not all, who knows if they were trying to be safe, in most cases, those cars are rentals mm. and there was no intention to ever raffle them off. Okay. And there was no winner or if there was a winner announced, it was like a a fake person. Sure. Right. Like, you know, like our old company, they use fake marketing people, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so really the only the only goal was and this is pre-internet. Right. So the, the, this is how people collected your information and sold it to other companies. Oh, so then they could send okay. you those pre-approved credit, you know, oh, letters. Okay. That's and, why I get all those. Yeah, man. And then so this has been going on forever. So since I learned that every time I see, you know, with the win a car at a casino mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. the or the raffles where you enter for free, like the one that yes. you're describing. Right. I just consider it a scam. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I did. I, I'll admit, I did follow the dream car giveaway. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, they'll show pictures of the winners and yes. videos, but who knows what the reality is? Even right. McDonald's got caught scamming with the Monopoly. Yes, game, right. right? Yes. They got caught scamming that with the Monopoly. Rigged. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. you know, you never know. It's it's. I mean, it's better to keep it private. But I think it's a scam. Who knows in your case, though? I hope I'm proven wrong and you win a Phoenix Yellow Type R. I know. I, I never have luck with any of that stuff ever. I've never won something just to win something or you've, whatever. You've never won a raffle before? Not really. Okay. An iPad, maybe? The only time I won a raffle, I wasn't present. 
Okay, so you didn't win it. So no, you didn't get the, the, I, I the luckily reward. gave my ticket to one of my buddies. Oh, okay. So he collected, and I won a PS3. Oh, okay. Yeah, I won a PS3 or a PS4. No, it had to be a PS3. Okay. It had to be a PS3. Um, But it was through like a sorority raffle in college, right? Which is, you know, that's kind of pretty sure that there's going to be a prize there because mm-hmm. there's an event and that's where they hand them out. Yep. But, you know, in the situation that you described, car raffles, I think they're all scams. Mm. Some of them might not be. I know that there are organizations that make like their whole entire business revolves around giving away things. Yes. Raffles. Right. Like you buy their merchandise and then you get entries to buy to get a car. That's another one I don't get, like how they make money that way. Oh, but dude, they sell like hella merchandise. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're talking about, oh, spend five dollars and you get entered to win this car. Right. You know, they're going to sell more than, you know, fifty thousand dollars in mer- merchandise to clear that car significantly more. Right, it's the only way they're going to be profitable, right? And That's then, true. It would they, never, it wouldn't continue to happen. And then they write off that car, right? And the money, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So it's, and fund their own cars and fund their own cars. <laughs> yes, yes. As projects. So I mean, we need to figure out how to get on that game. We definitely do. But I wouldn't want to do raffles. No, because of the ethical thing. Like I just, it's a tough thing because you have to show some transparency to it. Yeah. So I struggled with that when I did the PS5 raffle. Oh, that's that I right. Did, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was thinking about that because I bought a ticket. Yes. And I was thinking like, man, if I would have gotten selected, there would have been a lot of people talking. Well, that's true. And actually, you were the least of my worries. Oh, really? Because <laughs> my parents wanted to buy like half the tickets. Oh, that, yes. Damn. And I just. Why told, do they want a PS5? <laughs> To give to one of their grandkids. Oh, gosh. Gotcha. Because it was such a hard thing to get. Yeah, yeah. And I said, Mom, the, the trouble with that is there's a I have a, like an ethical problem with that. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Because it will not look good at all if you win. Thank goodness it was a high school classmate of mine that won that. Oh, okay. And, uh, I'm we still w- calling sketch. We weren't friends <laughs> um, oh, at okay, all. Okay, okay, okay. So uh, we just were cool with each other. Damn, yeah. Yes. I was thinking about that too. Like, like even man. my church group friends, like I don't want them to really win it, to be honest with you. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's a lot of it was it was a tough one. Yeah. Yeah. Did Franco buy a ticket? No. Oh, okay. He, I, I only sold externally, really, actually. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah if he would have won it, I'd been like, fuck you, Randy. Yeah. You- <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. No, but yeah, that's uh but yeah, the the car raffle thing, that was basically Facebook before Facebook. You yes, know? for sure. For selling sure. collecting and selling your information. Yeah. That's kinda how it is now. <laughs> if you are a winner of a raffle, of one of those raffles, even the old mall ones, mm-hmm. Uh, hit us up. Oh, that'd be you know. Hit us up on yes. Instagram or you know legit. email us. Whatever. I know some are legit. Like I said, the JDM yeah. car ones are pretty. Uh, legit. Like we'd love to talk to you, even have you on the show to talk about that experience. Because I am curious. I bet the feeling would be like oh, heavenly yeah, if it was a car you really wanted. Oh my god! And yeah. the money to pay the taxes. Yeah, dude, that would be nice. That would be insane. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I can't imagine. I don't know that it'd be able to react. Right, I would you know, be just, just be so shell shocked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, like, yeah. My really? heart would this drop in a good way. Yeah, yeah. dude, yeah. This is, you guys just letting me have this. Yes, I yeah. would feel like I'm being trolled until I'm driving it home. <laughs> For sure, dude. Yeah. Like if it was like this a sky, a, a GTR yeah. skyline oh, or something, dude. right? Or an NSX. And you just get to take it home for free? Yes. With a pocket of cash? Yes. 
Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Assuming but, they're legit, I would be insane. I know there are legit companies out agreed. there. I don't want to say everybody's a scam mm-hmm, or whatever, mm-hmm. but I know that at least those mall ones weren't all there interesting you know there yeah. was some sketchiness going on there that just, makes sense just to collect your information hmm. and every time i don't know about you but at least the malls that i went every time i was there there were a ton of people filling those things yes out. absolutely oh dude. yeah dude tons and everyone's putting their real information because they want to get called they yeah, want to get yeah, you know, yeah. yeah they want to get this they want to get that yeah. so it's pretty genius yeah and then later on you're like why are these telemarketers calling me like no one understood at the time i don't think a lot of people understood the concept of mm-hmm. what you were doing there and how it tied into telemarketers. that's very true because yeah, it was we know the knowledge of what it was or what it, where it was ending up was not out there and well known yeah yeah right so now with the internet it's easy to find out those types of things oh for sure very easy call bullshit on yeah most of the time there are ways yeah. that you can set up your email even to to know who is selling your information yes right um so but anyway moving on mental preparation for track days randy um this is something that i i usually take pretty seriously because the anxiety thing and stressing out and getting nervous Okay. Are you nervous for your track day? Has not it, yet. Not yet. And here's why, actually. Okay. So I was very much a self-sport type of kid growing up. Self-sport. Karate. Oh, okay, okay. Like, loner sport. <laughs> yeah, loner sport. <laughs> okay. You know, yeah. if I'd been introduced to golf, I might have been into that more. Oh, you know, okay. I like to compete against myself Okay. more than anything to, to better myself. Right. Um. So I think um, I've I learned how to grow a Zen mode because of that. Okay. In a sense, I had to fight people, right? In tournaments, right? Right, right. So right. even though there was no danger, physical danger, that was never a fear of mine. Preparing for that, right? That's a very high level of stress at a young age. Yeah. Even though it's not real, it's real but not real. I feel like at a younger age, you're a little less inclined to stress about those things. Um, I think the the pressure of fighting. Puts yeah. you. It's a different. It's probably. It's different from like a soccer. And I was a goalie. So there's a. That's a self role in and of itself on yeah, the field. Yeah, yeah. As you know, right? I mean, I was always excited for fighting. Like, you were excited. Like boxing and 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 karate. Well, no, my mental preparation for it was to not heighten my my uh, excitement too much. Right. Right. Well, yes. And yes. so that's why, like, I think with something like driving, because I've been through that with fighting. Right. Sanctioned fighting or whatever. I have a sense of Zen control over like peaks and valleys in my emotions for things. Right. That's uh, that's interesting. You say that. I think that's one of the biggest components for me when it comes to mental preparation. Okay. And you sort of have it built in from because of being in karate at a young age. Yeah. Discipline. Which, that's good. I think, yes. I think that's probably like the best advice you could give to someone that, um, you know, that is looking to go into track driving because mm-hmm. it is intimidating, right? Totally. Being on the track going 130 miles an hour. Yeah. That's okay. Not, not everybody's going to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a challenging thing, a scary thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but a, a lot of the trouble that I have or have had in the past is with what you're describing now, getting the excitement level down. Yes. Because obviously mental preparation is defeated by actual preparation. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody told me a long time ago, and I always quote this line, uh, failing to prepare is preparing to fail. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I go through the normal stuff. Right. I go through my car checklist. I go through the tool checklist. I go through the event checklist. Yep. Right. I go through, you know, learning the track. Right. I, I watch videos. 
I watch videos that are of my own car. On that same track on you're going to? On that same to? track. There's plenty of stuff on That's YouTube. That's true. Plenty of stuff. You know, pay attention to your racing line. Pay attention to braking points. Pay attention to what gear that you're car in. is in That's at each area of the turn, right? Yeah. Give you an idea of where your shift points need to be. Because that first time on the track, when you're trying to figure out what gear you need to be in, it's a little <laughs> freaky. Okay. It's a little bit like sketch, right? Like maybe yeah. you're going too slow, going too fast. Yeah. So that gives you a better idea or at least to know what speeds you need to be in. So at least you know yourself what gear you need to be in. That's good input. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Keep going. Also, car specs. A lot of times the car specification of the car that you're watching on YouTube is described on there. So see how closely it matches yours, right? Yeah. See if there's been a turbo added to that car. That <laughs> right. That's it's not going to match yours that's at all. That's a different yeah. animal. Yeah. Right. Don't and watch that video. Obviously, video games is one for me. Yes. Right? Learning learning the track through yeah. video games or sim Which racing. Which is awesome. Right? Oh, hell yeah. Do they have Auto Club on that? They do. Uh, iRacing has Auto Club. Okay. Uh, Gran Turismo doesn't have Auto Club. Okay. Uh, but that you know, depending a set of course, has a bunch of different. So PC is best. Oh, PC now. is best. Selection PC, wise, you get selection, the best selection wise, and uh, they give the opportunity for people to create their own tracks. Right. So if it doesn't exist, a lot of times somebody's already made it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So that okay. kind of makes things easy in terms yes. of modding. Okay. Uh, written guides. Obviously, there's a mm. tons of written guides. People have been racing these tracks for decades. There's tons of guides out there on how to drive, um, and then talk to someone. Right. Like that's the, you know, Hyman has been sort of our, my track muse <laughs> you know, <laughs> up to this point. Right. Uh -huh, like I, uh -huh. I'm sure I've exhausted him with information, you know, like, oh, what I do here, what I do there, how do I do this? Why this? Why that? Um, but, you know, talking to someone who knows really kind of helps put everything into perspective and understand what you're doing and also teaches you how to absorb all the data that you're collecting while you're doing this. I stuff. love track nerds. Oh, very yeah, interesting dude. people. Oh, man. They're yeah. like, it's, it's to be able to break down the goal. Right. Right. The, the goal, I think, of track driving is to be able to break down all the stuff that you're doing. Mm -hmm. it, it The people that go to the track and think it's just putting your foot down on the gas pedal and going mm -hmm. are the people that tend to do poorly because they're not really absorbing information. They're not open to learning it. Right. Right. So, you know, talking further on preparation, learning the concepts of driving. Right. So you're talking brake, turn in, apexing, tracking out, heel toe, oversteer, understeer. You get as you get more advanced, you start understanding these concepts. Right. Mm -hmm. Weight transfer. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of this stuff you're taught at the NASA events. Mm. So NASA does a good job of providing instruction and even classroom instruction in between your sessions that teaches you a lot of this stuff. But I think maybe it's me, but I think that you should at least at some level read about this stuff, get familiar with this stuff before going because you know, you don't want to be the guy that holds up the classroom session because you're asking all the questions that you should have been looking up beforehand. Where do Even you where do you put all the tools that you, all your track tools that you bought when you while you're driving? Uh, just they just hang out. They just hang out on the on wherever my car is or wherever we're stationed at. The spot you like claimed as your territory. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the times, well, a lot of the times I am with a group of people. Okay. And that group you of people. Watch their stuff. Yeah, I'll watch their stuff. Their, but there's never been a spoken thing about you okay. watch my stuff, I watch your stuff everybody's out there with stuff 
Right. So I right. think it's sort of this unspoken. Everyone's, you know, everyone out there is pretty. I've never heard of anything getting stolen. I have no concerns about things getting stolen. Well, out there's there. nicer shit out there. People have snap on. For sure. Tools, oh, 100%. Right? Yeah. Right? You want to take my Harvard Freight piece of shit wrench? <laughs> yeah. <like>? yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I have no shame. Yeah. I know my go. shit ain't getting yeah, stolen. No, not a chance. You right. Know? Like, you take my U-Haul trailer. Fine. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. but it's there. There. That's not a concern out there. Okay. I think uh, I don't know. It's 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 different. It's it's completely. I want to say completely different, but it's different to a like a show like a show car scene it's it's different than going to okay. a meet okay it's just it's the camaraderie camaraderie at these events it's the it's, D&D of uh the car world it's the nerds. there you go there you go yeah because <laughs> right? everyone's nerding out on cars yes it's not like you know we're not just casually liking cars yes. or wherever everyone's nerding out hard this is the right? magic the gathering yeah, of the like car world <laughs> everyone's exchanging information you know how did how did you gain seconds here where right. do you break here where right. do you do that and everyone's just that's how it that's why it's addicting okay i think you brought up a really good point with that yeah. that that's why it's addicting because it is there's i feel like you do a lot more learning off the track than you of course you do learning on the track but yep. a lot more learning off the track than you do on right mm-hmm. all, I, I, once you get on you can apply all the stuff that you're learning and then all of a sudden you've scratched two or three seconds off your time yeah and you're like fuck yeah like right. studying did this you oh, know okay. like that's okay. that's and that's why i love the catalyst the garmin catalyst okay so much because i was oh. using that throughout the day like uh-huh throughout I, I started i got a 149 at big willow second session i shrunk that to 148 and i was in the 146s by the end of the day right um and all through help of the catalyst okay um, oh nice you know like i was like following wow. the directions that they were giving me yeah like uh like you know take this different line break later break earlier holy cow yeah and the thing even like like it supports you like oh, a good job breaking <laughs> like i'm like what the hell this <laughs> yeah, is awesome i needed that <laughs> yeah hell yeah dude wow. and so and, Interesting. and, and that's cool and so anyway going back to the mental preparation of yes. things learn the rules yeah right your flags mm-hmm. the dress code mm-hmm. the tech inspection that's required right what things need to be sorted in your car before uh, you go out there right your safety you're gear. making me so tired oh <laughs> dude yes this is part this of what is, i dreaded because i know yeah. i'd nerd out on this shit too yeah and, and like you don't this is i guess not the fun part but sort of is the fun part right and right. and what what i was building to is what you described because in doing all this i'm getting more and more excited right Mm. i'm watching youtube videos i'm like my adrenaline is almost rushing just from looking at these videos and realizing that i'm going to be doing this tomorrow yeah you know and and so you end up psyching yourself up extreme and i i even the first big willow event that i spun out okay i didn't do a good job of psyching myself down Oh, really? I'm not going to say that that was the reason why I sure because it was a mix of a large mix of factors. It was a large mix of factors, but I was definitely more excited than I should have been. Okay. And this time around, I, you know, I did all my research and then Friday night, I, I took some time not to necessarily meditate, but you know, calm down a little bit. And even on the actual track day, I did Mm -hmm. mention that I was doing like breathing exercises in the car. Yes. Yes. Um, so as you prepare yourself, you do naturally just get more excited for the event. Mm-hmm. So it is mm-hmm. important to find your Zen, like you mm-hmm. said, your Zen focus point or whatever it is yep. to really calm yourself down and kind of bring everything, bring yes. it every, be able to bring everything together at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause mm-hmm. like with anything, not just track driving, 
as soon as you get really pissed off or feeling any extreme emotion, you're going to lose control. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's how we're taught with like fighting, right? Like, yes. As soon as you get angry and you're fighting out of anger, now you you're lost. not in, you lost. Yeah, yeah, you're not yeah. in control. It's yes. over. You know, yes. the other guy that's right. in control watching you, yes. he's going to get you. Yeah. You and, know, so it's kind of the same thing. Now you're fighting your car. <laughs> so right. It's a little different. But yeah, that's uh, that's a really good point. You got to psych yourself down. Yeah, and you brought up uh, going back to my like tournament story. That just reminds me of like a lot of what NBA players say and what I did in that tournament when I won and beat this kid that was taller than me. Right, was because I went to what I knew, you know, from the practice. So right. uh, applying it to driving, I think that that's going to be the great thing is because all that preparation you just mentioned you end up like doing what you know because you actually study the damn track. Right. So those exactly. are, that's helpful. I think what, what, where I was asking it also was around like some of the unwritten social rules yeah. of the track day world. Yeah. Like are, this is an, another interesting question. Are there like tool snobs? Within that community, or did you have you ever run into one? I should say there are snobs. Like, oh, I've, here's my snap on. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, well, it's kind of is yeah, like the Jordan well, guys. I always the, take my basketball. own tools, yeah. So I've never had that experience, okay. and the only time I bothered, I borrowed a tool would be like a tire gauge from Jaime. <laughs> okay, so okay, so okay. I've never really had that. I'm sure there are. I mean, there's. Or maybe it's easy to it's easy to like say that there are snobs because there are people that show up with like. 30, 40, 30 foot enclosed trailers, fully vinyl oh, wrap. Really? <laughs> and like, there's like Ferraris coming out of the car. Okay. I mean, okay. you run the full gamut, uh -huh, right? It, uh -huh. From like garage builds to professional race cars. Okay. You know, by like the regular Joe Schmo guy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, you know, there, it's easy to say, yeah, there probably are snobs. Um, you know, there are snobby students. Okay. You know, there are people, As far as the driving. Yeah. Then, that's when it gets like I've had snobby. experiences. I've heard of experiences with like people starting in HPD one with NASA. And these people think they are Michael Schumacher <laughs> right off the bat, dude. Like, cause okay. at the end of each session, there's what they refer to as a download. And yes. that gives you the opportunity to bitch about other drivers, which you, yeah, you mentioned, I've this. mentioned this before, yeah. right? Like that there was a, there was a girl who was saying that she was basically saying I'm faster than you get out of my way. Uh huh. And it's debatable what she was fast or not. Let's just okay. say that. And uh -huh. you know, there are people who are not coachable or when you do try to coach them, they say word for word. And you know, sorry for the person that told me this, I won't call you out. I know who you are, but word for word they're like oh you you must be new to this right because i'm a great driver and they're a student right they're an hpd1 for a reason <laughs> you know yeah. <laughs> you know? it's any they're calling out their coach and it's like dude what like what the hell like you you you, you paid to be coached right you know why right. why not take that information and make something with it right there's a reason you're being told that you suck yeah. You know, figure it out. Are those people that are in higher levels in different racing um, companies or organizations? And so they just have to go through the ranks of HPD. And, and that's why these that's um, why you've heard this story. Uh, I, so I don't get the question. So I guess like let's say somebody's in SCCA. Right. And they're high rank over there. You don't automatically get a high rank in HPDE, right? Yeah, you do. Oh, you do. I mean, you could. You could. You could talk, you talk you could to. You talk, coach, show the coaches. Yeah, you talk stuff. to the organizer. 
of the okay. event or okay. whoever's in charge of the HPD events and say, I want to try for HPD four because I've been driving my whole life. Oh, okay. And okay. then they'll they'll sit in your car and drive and they'll be like, Okay, yeah, you're cleared. You, oh, don't, okay. you don't have to go through the full ladder. Interesting. If you don't, if you, if you, you know, familiar with the organization. So it is straight up just douchey ass people. Oh like. yeah. There's, some, I mean, just like with anything, there is some douchey ass yes. people, man. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, yeah. it's, I mean, it's the NASA environment. Sometimes the classroom sessions do get a little tiring. Um, especially since I've done the HPD one, HPD two thing a few times now. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the instruction tends to be the same. The first time it's like, Oh yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. But then after a while, I was kind of like, okay, uh, you know, I've made sure that I learned this. I'd like to move on. Right. But, uh, but NASA does a great job of equipping you with the things that you should know in order to make, you know, an effective track day. Hmm. Um, You know, they do that better than a lot of other organizations, whereas some organizations, they don't provide any instructions Mm -hmm. like, okay, Mm -hmm. go out there, figure it out. Mm -hmm. Or they offer like coaching, but, you know, you have to pay for it or whatever. Whereas with NASA, it's kind of built in. That's that's definitely the nice thing about it. Yeah. Um, COVID aside, I mean, that's I'm very receptive to being instructed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I yeah. have no issues about somebody who knows some more about something telling me what I should be doing and what I'm doing wrong. Yeah. Especially when I know I'm an HPD one level. Yeah. I'm a white belt in the category yeah. of car- karate e- world. Ego right? is the enemy of improvement. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So to get to a high level, I recognize that. Yeah, so for sure. Regardless of how long I, I stay, stay with this, you know, trying, I'm trying it out. Basically yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah. Whether I love it or not, I don't, I won't know. Yeah, I, I I'm sure I will love it, but I won't know that for sure until I go through it. So with that said, um, I can't wait from that perspective. But it's again, I'm in a Zen mode. I have a lot of, I guess, questions I'd never thought I'd ask you. Yeah. About it. So that tool snob one was kind of interesting. The download one is interesting, but I get all that because it's really basically kind of like people start to think of it like a tournament. Yeah, 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 for sure. And you see your numbers posted on that fucking wall or well, wherever. There are no numbers with NASA. One, oh, HPD they, one and two. Okay, okay. Yeah. No, but I mean, that's the nature of this type of sport, right? Essentially, yeah. Right? Some people got their own timers. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that. Yeah, and then you start to look at your timer to yeah, see like how yeah, fast that. is this guy. I never, I never talk about times around the classmates, quote unquote classmates. Uh-huh, I never, uh-huh. I never mention any of that stuff with oh, them. Okay, that's a like, personal. I'll, yeah, thing. I'll talk about it with like Hyman, like, hey, this is what I did. And Again, I'm, this is and a social yeah, thing yeah, about it. Exactly. That I don't know. Yeah, like, and the high me like, you're slow as fuck, bro. Like. <laughs> 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 no, nah, I'm just kidding. He won't, he won't talk. He won't talk uh-huh, like that. But yeah, uh-huh. you know, like it's it's. Uh, I try not to take that there because okay. I don't want to compete with them. Right. You know, I don't. Right, I don't right, want right. to. I don't want to. I don't want to do that. But you know, you also have to be very realistic about where you are. Hmm. And I'm gonna brag a little bit. Okay. I was asked at Big Willow this last time if I'd like to try for HPD three, because they saw that I was. You know, doing okay. You looked bored. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was I was yeah. doing okay. I was lapping people. I was doing no, all right. Yeah, you you know? look bored. You looked bored. Yeah, but then I, I, you know, I said to him, I was like, you know what? Nah, I, I, I think I'm okay because um, I haven't had enough experience at Button Willow. Right. I feel Much okay at Auto Club, and it's just I feel like I don't want to get thrown into HP three at like Button Willow or another track in California, maybe Thunder Hill or Sonoma, if mm. I decide to go. And, and I'm, I'm not, I don't feel comfortable. I'm not good. Right. I'd like to be, have the exposure of HPD one or two. I'm doing HPD two at these different tracks before I'm okay moving up. So be realistic. There's no harm 
in staying in HPD one or HPD two until you're ready. Because like we talked about mental preparation, there is the skill that is required to do this stuff. But at the same time, if you don't have the mental preparation to go in there, they don't feel comfortable. Don't, don't do it. It's an extreme sport. Yeah. It's absolutely an extreme sport. And you know, you don't want to end up being the guy that, you know, crashes or, you know, ends up getting in the way of somebody else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, Cause there mm-hmm. was a Mercedes out there. I didn't mention that, right? The Mercedes. No, that, you didn't. There was a Mercedes out there that was slow. A sports I mean, car? It or was a, a, uh, yes. I forget what it was, but it's, a, it's a, it's an expensive Mercedes sports car. Coupe sedan. Coupe. Two door, two seater. Two door. Two door okay. convertible. Two door convertible. Yeah. I forget. I don't know my Mercedes. Me neither. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's, uh, it, it, they were like dangerously slow. Really? Dang, dangerously slow. Yeah. That would like, you know, coming out, coming out, you know, turn eight and nine. There, the, that, that was the only time I got really scared that day because I was coming in and turn eight pretty hot. You start, you start getting into like 115 miles an hour, 111 miles, 110 to 115 around. Wow. There. Okay. And you're turning, right? Yeah. You're turning the whole time. And then you see the car really far away and it's creep. You're creeping up on them fast. Mm. So I'm having to touch the brakes and, and the car is turning <laughs> at a hundred miles an hour. You, yeah. still, you get a little nervous. Yeah. I, pu- I puckered a little bit. I puckered a little bit. And I'm just like, oh, yes. oh I got to slow down. I got to slow down. And I'm trying to keep it as soft as possible. Uh-huh. That was when I was like, oh, shit, this is scary. So, That's funny. Yeah, it's it's that that was that was kind of frustrating a little bit. But other than that, it's all fine. You know, but I, it'd be nice to have a day with no traffic. Yeah. You know, it's it's funny you say that because did I tell the story of the motorcycle show when I got on the EV motorcycle? No. So I had a similar experience where a slow person or somebody who's not prepared mentally or whatever. Yeah. Um, really ate shit. So. <laughs> I was at the International Motorcycle Show here in Long Beach. Okay. I love California, man. You get to, like all this cool shit, you know, like yeah, this yeah. a motorcycle show. Right. So I went for work and they had the um electric uh, motorcycles from Zero out there. It's a company. It's like right. a Tesla type. It's not one of the old school guys or okay. old school companies. So it wasn't the Harley either. Um so you could test drive the EV motorcycles indoors so on this little short circle track. Because it doesn't emit sound, uh, smoke. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so right. So they made it, they you know, and it's a big convention hall, so they they made space for it, right? To to be an okay size track. Well, this older lady, okay. um, senior citizen, arguably, okay, um, got geared up. They provided gear, even, dude. Oh wow, yeah, gloves. This is definitely pre-COVID. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> sweaty ass gloves. And yeah, I was the first to wear that size. So right. So you left all your funk on that. <laughs> Here you go, lady. All my nose <laughs> <laughs> right here. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, yes, I yeah. wore a helmet with a, you know. Anyways, um, so sh- we are at the starting line. Yeah. It's kind of like a mini motocross, not because it's a race, but because we're all going to be on the track at the same time. Okay, that's interesting. <laughs> yes. So it's you and the senior citizen. And her husband. Oh, my God, <laughs> who is arguably also the senior citizen. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> who is the main driver of their motorcycle? 
Okay. Uh, because they ride together, so wife rides on the back, and he's the one that's controlling oh, the Oh, so motorcycle. it's still only two bikes. Yeah. Yes. They're uh, on separate bikes. Oh. Sorry. They're on separate bikes, okay. but when they're usually riding together out in the real world- Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. She's the passenger. Okay, not gotcha. The, not the one controlling the, yeah, the vehicle. Yeah. Okay. Okay, gotcha. So, <laughs> we're at the motocross start line. Yeah, yeah. And sure enough, like- Good thing I was far away from her. Yeah. She twisted that throttle and it's governed. Oh, shit. And she was dragged by the motorcycle and literally ate shit. And she held on to it. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Did she have life alert? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she did. <laughs> <laughs> no I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yes. No. Oh, yes. Man. What? So wait. So what? She fell off the bike and she. Well, she didn't even. Yes, she did fall off the bike. Okay. Okay. Oh no! I'm sorry. It was when she was trying to get onto the bike. Okay. That she ate shit. So she didn't want to let go of the handlebars. Yes. And then and took she the bike down. She twisted the throttle. Oh my god. And then obviously got dragged by the bike because it pops like a a, a sm- slight wheelie. Right. A right. A normal bike would definitely have popped the wheelie. Right. Right. But yeah, it it got ahead of her and she was still holding on. Oh my god. So she got god. dragged a few feet and ate shit. Damn. And I have to say, like, it's 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 like if TikTok were a thing at the time, <laughs> <laughs> it would be kind of a funny video oh to me. Oh, my God. It'd be on America's Funniest Videos. Yeah. I mean, it's funny now, but I'm sure then and there you're like, oh, my God. Like, this is sh-. Or were you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So deep <laughs> down, she didn't get past five miles an hour. Oh, okay. So it, it wasn't that bad. Yes. Okay. Okay. Because the bikes are only go up to, they're governed to 15 miles an hour. Okay. Just enough to be able to ride, but Damn. it's fast. Yeah, That's yeah. fast for a bike. Is. For a heavy bike, especially if you're running the throttle completely, correct, right, correct, which is what she did because she went right, right to the limit. What did the husband do? Um, he, he took off, <laughs> <laughs> finished his lap. Uh, they they ended up. I don't think they ended up getting on the track. Yeah, I probably wouldn't. I wouldn't I'm, expect her to. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, both together. Because yeah, that'd be a dick move to just be like, "All right, honey, <laughs> hope you're okay. Sit in the corner while yeah. I get on this bike." You all right? Yeah, you all right. <laughs> <laughs> yes yes damn yeah funny shit man but damn so th- did you just, did you take off i did i i got to do my track time on the bike okay um listen to the instructors i i have the, my m1 so i know how to do it at a slow speed right without worrying about traffic i'm okay yeah but um yeah so I, it was a blast i love the ev motorcycle it's just too heavy for that speed uh 15 miles an hour and you're trying to turn on like a basically a figure eight right even though it's wide, it was a little bit dicey, uh, right? Okay, gotcha. So uh, not being experienced, though. <laughs> yeah, so grandma ate shit. Oh, yeah. man. Luckily, and there was carpet, so she landed on carpet. Like, yeah, convention center type carpet. Oh, gotcha. So she, luckily, that Damn. was, yes, yes, yeah. Damn. That helped, I'm Damn, sure. Yeah, I mean, that's got to be on video somewhere. Uh, The security cams, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, for yes. sure. Yeah, funny stuff. Damn, mm-hmm. dude, that sucks. But anyway, let's move on to a story of my youth. The dumpster sound system. Okay. So, uh, I've always liked sound. I love music. We've talked about this before. I always drive with music on fairly loud. And I like to enjoy music. Not blasting, but I did more of that in my youth. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was able to, right? But when you're a broke college student, you really have, don't have a lot of options. Yes. So I had my E36. This was a 318 at that time, which is a four-cylinder, of course, broke college student. I had just fixed the crankshaft pulley, which had broken on me. 
That's crazy. Um, That's a pretty. Yeah. I, I don't know how that happened, but wow. it did. Um, and anyway, so I'm, I, uh, I'm coming back from class one day and there's a two 10 inch subwoofers, red 10 inch subwoofers in a box sitting next to the dumpster. And one of the subwoofers, like the, the woofers actually cracked in the street in next to the dumpster. Yeah. Next to the dumpster in the apartment building that I'm living at. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So I'm, I look at them. <laughs> uh-huh. I take a look around. Yeah. I give him another stare and I grab the motherfucker. <laughs> and okay. I'm like, okay, we could probably make something of this. Cool, cool. Right? So this is like mm, early November. Free tinkering is fun. Free tinkering, right? Yes. So I'm like, all right, maybe there's we can figure this out. So I grab them, I take them upstairs, and I I am I'm undoing everything and I I see that there's just some cables that fried. So I'm like, oh, I replace the cables. I rewire everything. That's where I learned how to solder. Okay. Um, so I, I soldered everything, and then they just sat there. Right? I didn't have anything. So the plan was I'm going to get an amplifier during Black Friday. Okay. And so, it's November, you said. Yeah, it's November. Uh, I'm not going home for Thanksgiving this year, uh, which home was like you know an hour away. But, yeah. You know, I, it, I'm not going home. So what I did was the day before I went to get in line at Fry's to wait for an amplifier. And I waited from 8 p.m. until 4 in the morning to get in the store to buy a $30 amplifier. Like it's <laughs> like yeah. it really puts into perspective like how much you sh- it, it didn't feel like a struggle, you know? Like it felt like the, the, that much time that you spent there. Yeah. Like it, okay. it fe- or like what I was doing. Right. It felt like this is just what I would needed to do to get my sound system. Well, that's a fair point. You yes. Know, now thinking back, I'm like, man, that is crazy. Yes. I spent, you know, what? Eight hours out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to pay $30 for a $60 amplifier. Yes. You know, but I didn't have a lot of money. You know, that $30 was like lunch and dinner for a couple days mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know like i mean i was i was broke broke yeah college student so mm-hmm. so I, I bought i bought that and that's all i bought because the wiring kit at fry's was too expensive the wiring kit cost more than the amplifier <laughs> really <laughs> yeah at the time oh. the wiring kit cost more than the amplifier so I, I i didn't buy that there so i'm looking i'm looking and on ebay i found a kit for like 12 bucks from china Wow, that, that cheap? That cheap. It was 12 bucks seen, from China. I but just, let me tell you. Okay. Let me tell you, Randy, uh-huh. that it ended up being more expensive because like it was like 3 feet of wire. Like in the like each of the wires that I needed, they only sent like 3 to 5 feet of each of the wires, so none of the wire was enough to really wire the whole car. Oh shit. Like I had to wire my subwoofer in the front seat. Like that. <laughs> It was like, short. It for was 12 all, bucks. it was all super short. For, that's why it was twelve bucks because it was a it was a kit technically that works. Yes, but none of the cables were long enough. <laughs> so I ended up having to buy like a miscellaneous cable uh-huh. uh, to make it work. And you know, in the parking lot of uh, Park West in Irvine, mm-hmm. um, I I put this thing together. I put the subwoofer there. Subwoofer. I I uh, put the amp on the actual box. I stripped the car down. To try to get the wiring as clean as possible, I was not good about that. <laughs> I was not putting it good back about and it. breaking tabs. Oh, dude, or- it was putting the breaking tabs. I mean, the the wires must have started getting exposed 
like two or three weeks after driving, <laughs> like sure. they're falling out from under the dash. Yep. Excuse me. But I got myself a working sound system. That's dope, dude. I got myself a working sound system and I paid, let's say, 45, all in all, maybe, maybe like 60 to 70 bucks in total. So it's just an amp. You already had a head unit then. Well, I already had a head. I used a stock head unit. So you, oh, you went straight to the stock head yeah, unit. Yeah, I went straight to the stock head unit. Yeah. Oh, so you hardwired that in. I hardwired that in, yeah. And oh, then okay. into the amplifier and then from the amplifier to the speakers and the subwoofers. Oh, so yeah. just sub. Just sub, yeah. No, But it was thumping. It, oh, dude. <laughs> let me tell you, bro. <laughs> Even bro- It was, I mean, because it was, I mean, it's a pretty small car and it was too they might have been 12s. I'm going to call them 10s because I don't okay. know for sure, but okay. they might have been 12s. Yeah. And they hit hard. For man. sure. And they worked and they worked perfectly fine. Even though one is sort of cracked, mm-hmm. they worked perfectly fine. There was no buzzing. It, it was, I mean, it sounded really good. Yes. Good enough to the point that one week later, coming back from school, I get it, pulled over. Okay. And get a fat ticket for sound, dude. Really? So I get pulled over, and the guy and the cops like, you know why I pulled you over? You're like, cause I'm Latino. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just pointing at myself, like, yeah, because of this. Yes. Uh, yes. No, and I'm like, uh, no, not really. He's like, I could hear you from 150 feet away. Okay. And that's kind of how I reacted, exactly like that. I was like, okay. He's like, uh-huh. I shouldn't be able to hear you from 150 feet away. And that's, I think that's bullshit. There's no, he heard me pass by right next to him. Mm-hmm. So he's like, your car's too loud. You shouldn't be driving. And it's Irvine, of course, especially at that time, man. Mm-hmm. Like everything over there is very cookie cutter. Yes. And it yes. fucking sucked. I hated it. Yeah. It's so, like Catholic school, but uh, a community. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Like so, restrictive. Like it took one week for me being excited about spending 60 bucks into getting a sound system to now it costing me closer to $300. <laughs> that was how much the ticket was? The ticket was like two. All said and done, it was 260 some dollars. Not because that's the original total, but because my broke ass paid it late. <laughs> okay. Right? What's so, the original price? I think it was like 170 something. That's still. Yeah, it was like 170 something dollars. Um, and I, and I, I got it. In, it got late. And then once it got late, it got to the point they were going to suspend my license over it. Okay. So you so had I was to like, oh, I got to pay this. I got to <laughs> pay this. So I didn't buy a few books that semester and mm-hmm. paid my ticket. And that's the story of my dumpster sound system, man. So they give tickets here for being too loud with their sound system. Yeah. If you're a Latino uh, in your early 20s driving a E36 318i that has primer on it and not actual paint. <laughs> and what? And in a, in a city like an Irvine. In a city like an Irvine. Okay. Yeah, 100. Uh, I'm not gonna say it was because I'm Latino, but you know there there are a lot of factors that made me stand out in that city. Sure. One, an old BMW. Two, a not painted BMW. <laughs> Three, a very loud BMW. Right, right. right and four, right, right. I'm a young, stupid kid. Like, right. You know, right. Not, you, know, <laughs> you know, so I'm not exactly, you know, hiding from the fact that, you know, that yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, I might get a ticket. But, so, you know. Uh. So in your neighborhood, do you, have you had 
loud um, sound systems thump through your neighborhood, just out of curiosity. Through my current neighborhood. Yes. Now as an adult. Yes. Yes, I have. Does it ever make you mad? I'm just curious. Oh, no, it kind of makes me proud. <laughs> why? 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 <laughs> uh, it's... Uh, I always well the thing is I guess I project my own feelings of that onto other people. So when I'm like driving and bumping music, I I feel my best. No, what I mean is, do you hear other cars driving through your neighborhood? That's that, what I mean. Okay, so when, so, okay. so when I hear other oh, so you, cars driving through the okay, neighborhood, I see what you're saying. bumping okay. music, I'm like they're having the time of their lives. Okay, you know what okay, I mean? okay. But not everyone feels that way. Agreed. There's a lady. Uh huh. About I I think she lives in the apartment buildings or behind me like two streets down. Sure. And there was a car parked in uh, like it had parked momentarily. It was bumping music, and I'm like near one of my windows. I think I was in the office at the time, and all I hear is, "Shut the fuck up already!" Really? Shut that thing off or leave. Uh huh. And I'm like, man. I mean, I'm like, you can hear that it's far away. Oh, really? Far away, but she is hollering <laughs> at this dude for bumping his music. Okay. And I get it, you know, some people don't like it. That's why I don't I'm I don't play it nearly as loud. Or yes. maybe the ticket did that to me, but <laughs> but uh but I mean in your opinion, does it bother you? Not at all. Yeah. It does my wife sometimes. Oh, really? It, we we live in a very quiet neighborhood. Yeah. But um so it's not often that you do hear it. Yeah. But I always look outside to see what kind of car it is. Yeah, too. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know, get like, interested in it. Yeah. Yes. Like, I mean, we have, I know there's uh, there's at least two cars and there's a motorcycle. The motorcycle is actually the loudest one because mm. it has the speakers out to the open. Oh, so he's he's, he's a bagger. He's got the big motorcycles. The big yeah, fat yeah, ones. exactly. Exactly. The har- big yeah, ass Harley. Yeah. Hell yeah. With all the shit on yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He plays loud music. I yes. think it was Taylor Swift playing one time. Oh, no, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, and people, whatever you know and i kind of feel the same way i'm like you know to each their own they're having a time of their lives do your thing man right you know it doesn't bother me none uh it i think what what bothers me the most probably uh mostly loud pets really yeah i think that's probably what bothers me the most of being a homeowner Mm. like incessant barking not like, you know, barking at you a few times and then, I mean, they're dogs, right? Or whatever, right? They're okay. not, you know, they're they're not geniuses. Yes. I don't know when to stop. But if you can't control your dog enough to not bark the whole day, yeah. you shouldn't be a dog owner. <laughs> you know? Do you have that problem? I used to. Oh, I in your old to. neighborhood? Yeah, or no, this no, neighborhood? this one, they moved out. Oh, wow. Yeah, this okay. one, they moved out. Um but uh but yeah that that got kind of annoying mostly because it's like early in the morning or something like that and okay yeah that gets kind of annoying but noise doesn't usually bother me i grew up on a major street oh, okay so okay. noise was almost necessary <laughs> i bet ambulances uh-huh uh-huh you know cops cops coming into my backyard to point guns at the street across the street dude oh my god this, are you serious this is so cra- this is so this is so crazy real quick before we get into our last segment so let this be the last segment close it, the, it with this no we got to get to okay, the last okay, one okay. last one but anyway real quickly so when i was a little kid we had a a swing set and nobody used a swing set for swinging we used it as a goal post so we would always That's very <laughs> soccer fan of you. I'll yeah. say I'll, those are safe, politically correct words. That's yeah. a very soccer fan of you. Very soccer. <laughs> it's not, there's no racial yeah, anything yeah, in that. Yeah, it's purely, no, not at all. That's very not much a soccer fan I thing do, to do. What implication? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, we'd be in the backyard playing often. 
and so- soccer football yes and so then uh all like out of nowhere one day this cop just jumps over the wall from the house that was behind us mm-hmm. and comes into holding dude like an ar like i mean it looks scary the first yeah. time i saw him and he's like and he's like okay you know guys i'm, I'm not uh i just want to ask your permission is it okay if i use your property we're having a situation going across the street and then across the street was behind the, or front in the front in, okay. the, in the front they're going to the front so what they would do and this happened at least 15 times oh my god <laughs> yeah yeah so what they would do is they would use the side of the house where the gate is mm-hmm. they would like grab whatever bucket or whatever we had there post up and they just point their ar across the street and they're talking the entire time to the cops around the surrounding area because they're trying to get somebody on that street. And that street, dude, there was so much trouble there growing up. Damn. Yeah, dude, you hear gunshots there, and the next morning there'd be bullets in our front yard. Fucking like, A. Yeah, dude, it was it Oh, was the actual crazy. bullet, not the, the ac- casing. The a- yeah, the actual bullet. Oh, Yeah, the shit. actual bullet. People were wild over there. for <laughs> Yeah, for a good while. Then everybody got arrested. Okay. And it got quiet. And then everybody got released again. <laughs> and everyone was just too old to do shit. <laughs> Hey, you see all these That's washed up true. gangsters like just roam in the streets that some of them become crackheads. Right. Some of them get their life together, you and know, have but, families and, yeah, stuff. and have families and stuff, yeah. but they stay yeah. there and sort of slowly things got better that way through age. Yeah, that is so funny because I see I see that here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some of them still look scary, to yeah. be honest with you. Yeah. I've, I've run into that once or twice at my children's play place where his toddler was playing with my kid. Yeah. Who's also two years old. Yeah. So there's this. And you're like, hey, soccer fan. (laughs) (laughs) With his tattooed face, with teardrops, or his neck with numbers that you're like, those numbers mean something, Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure, dude. Yeah, so it's, uh, there's not that type of person that I grew up around, so I'm not used to just being around that type of people. Yeah. And when they're dads with little girls, daughters, you just, yeah, you it's hard to know what they're like now. Yeah. I mean, then you can't say they're reformed, but, or they are, but it's just, you can't delete that. stuff. Yes. You know what I mean? Absolutely correct. But I know a lot of those people, I mean, a lot of the, the friends that I had that, you know, cause when you're like in grade school, elementary school, you know, you know, a lot of these people and it's in middle school when everybody starts separating absolutely and create and turning into different things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, once you get into your late twenties, starting to get in your thirties and, and sometimes I go home and I'll see some of the old, you know, the old neighborhood block people uh-huh. and you talk to them and there's, you know, some of them got like ticks from like, you know, all the drugs they did, Oh gosh! but like most of them are reformed or like just regret what, you know, what they were involved in, in their yeah. younger years. Yeah. They knew it was stupid. Yeah. So then, mm. so now, th- you know, things get a little better or whatever. And that's good to hear. You know, instead of looking at you like a nerd, they look at you like, okay, like you're respectable now. I should have right. been doing what you were doing. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Dang. I'm an idiot. Yes. But yeah. yeah, that's how it was, dude. They would use mm-hmm. our, our backyard as a, as a way to get to point guns at, at that street and, and arrest people. That's a crazy story. I've got yeah. a Miami vice story, but. We should probably move on to the last Yeah, we'll thing. save the Miami Vice for the next yes, one. But yeah. anyway, uh, guess the car, Randy. This is a quick game show for you. So this was inspired by a Reddit post, and I sort of decided to make my own. So the Reddit post, what it described is, in words that don't actually describe your car, mm-hmm. um, you know, s- state those words and see if you can guess 
what the car actually is. Okay, this is So fun. what I'm going to do is I'm not going to use more than three words for each car. Each car. And you mean make model, right? Make model. Make okay. model, not year, nothing. Just so make the model. owner used those three words or found three words to describe their car without using the name. Yeah, and I, I, I made up my own. I'll say that. For yours? For, for this. Oh, okay. Yeah, for, for this. this. I okay. used one that was there, but I didn't make up my own. Okay. Because um, I didn't find any that would... Some of them were like European guys and not like like film Europe. And yeah, it's like, they've okay, got weird shit. Yeah, I'm not gonna there. I'm not gonna do that to you. <laughs> that, I, that, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, I did kind of categorize them from easy to hard, and we'll see if you can get them all. Okay. Um, but to start, initial D. Okay, so that's gonna be the um A86. Yes, you got it. You right? got it right so there. So that's right. the easy one. Okay. Yeah. Stolen. Stolen. Stolen? Stolen. Just one word. Just one word. Stolen. Um, You don't have two other words for this car. I don't have two. I mean, I so could. So gone in 60 seconds? Um, I mean, probably. Um, uh, That's stolen, right? Yes. Yeah. So that's the first one that comes to mind, Eleanor. Uh, No. Okay. No. I mean, these are more memes, right? So it, I guess the, the full statement would be which car is most stolen. I guess that's a bigger clue. Maybe a Honda Civic. Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. No, you got that one, but I did have to give you a clue. Yes, but you did. Yeah, yeah, you, you got did. that one. All right. Yeah, on yeah. to the next one. Plaid seats. Oh, that's V Dub. Ah, yeah, which GTI. one though? GTI. Ah, you got it. There you go. Yeah, Polo or v- All right. yeah, yeah. Okay. Golf. Golf. Yes. And the next one, the next one, hairdresser. Hairdresser. So Miata. <laughs> <laughs> Especially first gen, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Do you still see the Miata that way? No. Me neither. No, no, no. I think it's left that. But the but the meme still exists. Yes. Alright, you got three left. Okay. Crowd control. So Mustang. <laughs> we all know that one. We all know that that's, one. Yeah, right. that's yeah. Poor man's Ferrari. Poor man's Ferrari. I mean, I've heard it applied across a few cars. Yeah. So two, the two cars that come to mind are MR2 and Fiero. Oh, the Fiero. Okay. It's okay. the Fiero. Yeah, okay. you got it there. And then the last one, these aren't as hard as I thought now that I'm thinking about it. Okay. Registered in Florida. Um, Anything JDM. <laughs> <laughs> like so, something, yeah. Oh, you're close. Uh, Something that, uh, so Skyline. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Damn, you got to <laughs> <laughs> you got them. <laughs> you got them all, man. You I got did. Them all. Huh? Yeah, yeah. You needed a clue for the Honda Civic one. You were dancing around it for a bit, but you got them all. Yes. Congratulations, Randy. You went jack shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. And with that, that is our episode. How do you find us, John? You can find us at 91octane.com. That is all letters, no numbers. Also, like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. Follow us on Instagram at 91octane. And if you want to send us any emails, messages, concerns, complaints, info at 91octane.com. Your last words, Randy. Shout out to NASA, both the space agency and the driving space. Oh, damn. Look at that. <laughs> Two birds with one stone. There you go. Good night. Good night. <laughs>